The test I just performed was very cool and very easy to do, actually, and it's something that a lot of you could do moving forward to show customers how well their unit is performing. Now, I've seen this test done with cooling quite a bit from a different crowd of people, um, but I've never seen it done with heating, and I've never seen it done on a rooftop unit. So what I did was is I took the Testo 405i hot wire anemometer. Hot wire anemometer is a tool for measuring airflow. So basically it's a hot wire. It heats up. As the hot wire is cooled when air moves across it, the rate of cooling, it, it directly correlates to how fast the air is moving in feet per minute. So that tool measures in feet per minute. So I went to the supply duct, which I was able to get to very easily because it ran from the roof down through the second floor of the building to the first floor and I didn't have to get up into a ceiling space at all and there was three pre-drilled holes already in the duct so what I did was is I inserted the hot wire anemometer obviously turned it on linked it up with the Testo smart probes app in the app in the volume uh, volume flow slash duct you need to enter your duct size so measure the duct size and you enter the duct size in inches or whatever. There's different units you can use, but I used inches. So once you input that, you can take your feet per minute re like readings, okay? And it converts it to CFM for you. So I took, within that duct, it was 12 by 16, I took nine readings. So basically the first hole I put it in as far as I could go, moved it back to the midpoint and then moved it back to the closest to me. So there's three readings right there. You times that by three, you get nine. So nine snapshots of the supply airflow. Those nine snapshots are calculated to an average to get the CFM. So the CFM was around 1482, 1490s, somewhere around there. I did a video on it. You guys can watch the video when it's all completed and on YouTube. So I got my CFM. Very easy to do using the Smart Probes app. Go to the roof. Listen up for the next step. Just quickly, guys, the debate on internal sealants over the last couple of decades. Yeah, it's been it's been nuts. And it's gotten stronger lately, the, the debate, because of advances in the actual manufacturing of these things. An AC Smart Seal quick shot is one that I've been using for two years now and I've used it in about five units and I have not had a callback on one of them because it was leaking and I think I explained this on social media I was demoing the Inficon Detect Stratus which is a very cool leak detector because it's got cloud hunting uh, uh, capabilities where you can hunt a cloud of refrigerant PPM it gets stronger as you get to the actual point then you can pinpoint it so I used AC Smart Seal in a machine that was leaking, okay, in the Evap. The Evap beforehand was at 25 ppm of, of leak rate. Okay, after, after a day or so, a couple days, that, that leak rate dropped after I put it in to 5 ppm. Okay, and then it dropped to 1 ppm. So... It works, okay? And because it's oil-based, it doesn't cause any harm to a system. My gauges have been on it. Gauges have been on systems. My Testos, 
and there's no harm to my gauges whatsoever. They still work just fine. The systems are still running just fine. Okay, so it's just one of those things, guys. It's a misconception of every product is painted with the same brush, and it's not. And it's gotten me out of a jam in many situations where, hey, we can put this in. It's critical. It's a walk-in box. You need this running. We'll put it in now. We'll talk about replacement down the line but at least for now you know your system is not going to continue to lose gas every eight months every nine months whatever it is anyway all that stuff all their stuff like navac stuff and and testo stuff is available at true tech tools eight percent off with promo code know it all the unfortunate part is testo stuff i have a link for that it's not the eight percent code doesn't apply i got a link for that if you guys want to use the link hit me up Gary at HVACKNOWITALL.COM. I will give you the preferred Testo pricing link for True Tech Tools. And guys, please check out House Call Pro if you want to take your business paperless because it's all the rage with a lot of contractors. A lot of contractors are talking good stuff about it anytime it's brought up. Invoicing, estimating, dispatching, it's all in one. So housecallpro.com forward slash HVACKNOWITALL and I'll leave the landing page in the podcast notes. This segment of the podcast is brought to you by Harago, a trades-only platform helping you find the right job or the right candidate. Harago.com, best in trade. So now that I'm at the roof, I break out my 605i smart probes. Now what you want to do with those is you want to put one in the return and you want to put one in the supply. So it's measuring the return and the supply readings. You want to connect those up to the Smart Probes app. And the menu you want to go into is the cooling slash heat load calculation menu. So in that menu, if you hit the little gear sign at the bottom, settings, you can actually configure your measurement. So what I had to do at that point was enter in my CFM, my constant CFM. Nothing's changing because it's a belted three-phase fan. It's not a VFD or ECM or anything like that. It's staying constant. So I entered that number as a constant. Connected the 605Is up flashing green to the Smart Probes app so all my readings were live. Okay, so I fired up the heat. And watched my readings. I let it settle for five minutes. I let it run and let it settle for five minutes. Now, taking you back a minute, this is a three-ton rooftop unit with the capability of 100,000 BTU per hour input. Now on the nameplate it said it had an 80% thermal efficiency. That's what it said on the nameplate. So after five minutes of running this machine, the app was spitting out with the return and supply air readings plus the CFM because that's what you need to go into the, uh, the calculations. I was getting 87,000 BTUs out of that machine. So it was actually running a little bit more efficient. Now, going forward, I could be checking the gas pressure. Could be over-firing. I don't know. I'd have to go back and check all that stuff. This test was just to, to go into the Smart Probes app and see how, how all this ran. There's further inspection that I'd like to do on this machine. Just in case, make sure the gas pressure is correct and all that kind of jazz. You know what I mean? But that's how easy it was. CFM. 405i hot wire anemometer in the duct to get my 
my velocity that spits it to CFM. Then 605i in the return and in the supply, enter in my CFM. Okay, that's going to stay constant. Turn the machine on and let it do its thing. And it automatically spits out the BTUs per hour right on the app. Very, very cool stuff. So now that we've done that, now that we've got our CFM and used return and supplier to calculate the actual output of the machine, you can use this tool because what you can do is you can generate an email afterwards, send it directly to the customer and show them how their machine might be performing. You can do this with cooling as well. Okay, it's the same concept with cooling. You need your CFM, one return, one in the supply, it spits out your BTUs per hour. You can use this to show your customers how well a system is performing and show them actual evidence on a um, professional-looking email report that you can do straight from the app, which is very, very cool. But something I wanted to touch on, I got a message the other day about using a pinch-off tool and if I've ever used one. Now, a pinch-off tool basically looks like a set of vice grips but it's it's blunt and rounded on each end instead of having like a jaw like a a grip with with teeth it's blunt and rounded so you can actually pinch down on a pipe now i have used this tool a couple times and i'm going to tell you how i used it and you guys can determine if this tool is something that might be valuable to you so it was a heat pump in the ceiling. This is where this is this is the most specific use I remember um, pulling out this tool to do to or to, to use it for. So it was a heat pump up in the ceiling, and it had a faulty pressure switch. I don't remember if it was high or low at this point, but I know that it was faulty and it wasn't working because the pressures in the system were actually fine. Now it was a, a small stem, like a quarter inch stem coming off the main line. The pressure switch was tied into it. So instead of disrupting the office space, cause this was an office space and I would have to go in there with all my stuff, recovery machine, vacuum pump, torches, blah, 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 blah. Maybe not torches because I'll tell you what happened, but I have to go in there and get everybody to move out of the way or disrupt them in some way, shape or form. So what my boss had suggested, because I was still a young apprentice, he suggested since it's a quarter inch line, basically branching off the main of the discharge or the suction, I don't remember. He's like, take your pinch off tool, pinch that quarter inch line. Okay, now you can, now you can add in like a T or whatever. Now, or you can, you can take that, sorry, you can take that pressure switch off. First of all, take it off because you've pinched that line off and you might just have like a of gas come out. So now we can add in a T and then put a new pressure switch on. Okay. And then we can pull that quick pinched off section into a quick vacuum, like literally like a minute or two is all you need for that little section. And then you can take that pinch off tool and go in the opposite direction and kind of force that that pinch, that pinched area back open. Cause it doesn't need a big opening for the pressure switch to read. It just needs a small opening for the refrigerant to actually get through. So we did it in that case and it worked and the pressure switch was tested afterwards. I remember specifically testing it to make sure it worked. 
So that was the one case I remember using a pinch off tool for. There could be other cases as well um, out there. And if you guys know of any that you've used it for, let me know because I would love to hear some feedback on that. So that is my experience with the pinch off tool. That is one application I use it in. And the reason we did it is because we didn't want to disrupt the flow of the office work below by bringing in all the tools and, and spending the entire day working on this machine where it was a quick, quick repair, quick two minute vacuum. Oh, and by the way, the Navac 2CFM battery operated vacuum pump and that application would have worked friggin' wonders. Just as a side note. Anyway, guys, that's a podcast. Happy HVACing. I'm out.